0: You know, it's a terrible feeling. Not a terrible feeling. It's actually not terrible. It's just weird. Yeah, I have like a list of about 500 of these. Yeah, that's yeah. a different podcast. No, no, no. Like, yeah. That's called track.
1: Track straws.
0: Track ball. Track forward. <laughs>
1: We had a a piece of work. Somebody called us to ask us if we could work on a project together uh, last week. Okay. And this person uh, is working for a big organization, but they didn't want to spend a lot of money. Like they wanted to spend kind of
0: not enough Mm, money. My favorite kind of email.
1: And the reality is not only did they not want to spend a lot of money, but this is like a two-person project. They didn't need postlight. They needed to just like let the person on the phone... Find a freelancer and solve it. Okay. So they
0: shouldn't spend a lot of money. They shouldn't and really. And that's why, okay. that's what we told sometimes them. Sometimes we get the ones that don't want to spend any money, but it's a really big thing. No, I was like, look, this is a, this is
1: a couple months of work for two people. This should not be a big ticket and you should
0: go somewhere that's more right sized. Not
1: even, just get a freelancer. And this person went, that's exactly right, but they'll never listen to me. Long story short, I said, look, let me do you a favor here. I'm going to send you an email. And the email is going to tell you, look, all you need is one person here. Don't hire us. It's time for you to just own this and get it done. And I'm sorry that you're getting pressure from above, but I would I would advocate pretty strongly for this solution, et cetera, et cetera. And I sent that email. Why did I send that email? Why? So that he could forward it to the people who were giving him heat. He helped him write it exactly he's going to forward that over no no i didn't help him right he's going to say here's the outside person who says we don't need to spend all this money and time and even engage an agency And you know who's telling me that an agency right and giving him a little bit of ammunition mm-hmm. now here's the key this is i think an important lesson for for everybody is something i learned only through pain every email is ammunition the forward god it's dangerous email is a dangerous game we play with fire every day when you send emails yeah yeah how long's your typical email
0: sentence or two
1: yeah be great to talk sometime yeah here's the deck that you talked about
0: if i'm saying a lot of words in an email i don't feel good i don't feel like i have control over taking you to where i need to take you
1: here are good emails to send statement of work attached let me know if you have any thoughts
0: looking forward to chatting this
1: sounds like a project that we'd love to do can we get a call yep those are good emails yeah you're driving out of email
0: Mm -hmm. What you're doing you're going to other places right
1: let me let me let me tell you some bad emails Dear Carl, some late night thoughts. Oh,
0: the late Sunday <laughs> long thing. It's almost it's I mean, it's obviously cathartic. It's It's meaningful to people. But man, when you get those eight paragraphs. Oh, yeah. The late night every, eight paragraphs. They're never about everything you're doing good. They're always about everything you're doing wrong.
1: Or someone's had a vision. Ooh. Those are dangerous, too. Yeah. You get the like, this is what I'd like to do. Here's like, yeah. And then, you know what? It's tricky. I, there's no greater fan of the written word than myself. You're Paul Ford. I like writing paragraphs. I like sequences of paragraphs. But if you're going to send me, like, your big idea and ask me to get roped into it, and you send me 22 paragraphs of text, yeah, it's it's a lot.
0: I mean, you're not going to make it out of the gate, right?
1: Every now and then, somebody's like, I really do need to do a brain dump here. And I'm like, sure, let's do it. Let's go. But for the most part... You got to be pretty careful about what you write down. See, I think you're even more paranoid than I am because you were a lawyer. Lawyers never write anything down. They like the phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why? Because, and it's not just that. Let's say email was useful for something. You don't want to start sending the signal that you're doing something sneaky when you ask for the phone call. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, better yeah. to just be like, we're going to move documents around with email.
0: I'm not sure what's happened with me in email. I, I've, I've, I've. I wanted to talk talk to you. I think Slack's changed things a lot. I think chat, you know, async chat has changed things a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's actually pretty fundamentally. In fact, I don't think we notice it yet. You know, collaboration tools like Slack have relegated email th- to document. Mm-hmm. To me, it's more like that's really its purpose. I you know,
1: you know what does work? The list of questions that somebody can reply to.
0: Mm, answers in line.
1: Yeah. Pilot. That's still that's still a format that really works.
0: Maybe we should rename track changes to answers, An- answers well. in line. Mm.
1: Answers in line is good. Yeah. That's a good format. Like, hey, I got three questions for you. Here you are. I've set it up for you. All you have to do is hit one button and reply. Let me ask you this. Ask me anything be on you the want. Air, be the recipient. When you receive that long email, how do you react? You know, frankly, in 2019, it depends. If it's not, if I know it's coming or like I had somebody sent me a really long email that was – uh the night before a meeting and they're like hey i wanted to do a brain dump before our call okay fine important meeting good call like long-term relationship building kind of thing for the firm
0: okay so okay. it's not a bad
1: thing it well, shows no, it,
0: motivation and
1: they were also very much like i don't know if you're all time to read this i just want to get it all out yeah actually that context i'm like let's get in there let's figure out what the hell's going on yeah and you know what i did with that email i turned it into a pdf i loaded in my ipad and I scribbled all over it. I put notes and screenshots. Because it was a way to react that was sort of highly visual and playful and thoughtful. And it was engaging for me. I was having fun yeah. doing it. Yeah. It's for a future project. And I sent back the PDF. And I'm like, here is my reaction. And a lot of my reactions were like, sounds great, but this will be really expensive and might be a bad idea. You know, just like. How did they react to that? Fine. Everybody's an adult. Okay. I'm not going to tell somebody to just throw money down a, you know, after a bunch of crazy yeah. ideas.
0: Yeah. I find the most effective people. Um, don't write long emails.
1: Well, that's a thing, right? It's a, we've talked about this on the show before where Jeff Bezos is famously just replies with a question mark. Yeah, but that's a shit move. (laughs) Well, that's the shortest possible email. Yeah. Yeah. The forward is the shortest possible email. The forward? Yeah. It is truly the most. You've said nothing. You've just forwarded that bad boy. I'm
0: not, I'm guilty of these. Okay. These are the emails. I have a fatal management style. Fatal. Mm. No, wrong word. I have a fatal management tactic and that is catching your ass flat footed. It's yeah. terrible. It's an awful, I almost, there's a part of me that slightly enjoys it. Um, and <laughs> Slightly. And, and I'll forward an email that is raising a question around some sort of time urgency. And I'll forward it to the people who should have gotten back to that person. Mm-hmm. And I will say in the email above the forward, where are we with this? Mm. It is not a good email. No, that's not a good email. What are you doing doing that? Hey, Rich. Yes, Paul.
1: You know, we talk about how people are just great at this company and how much we love our employees and how much people are going to enjoy working with them. And how much our employees love us. That's exactly right. Right. You know, it's time to stop just letting you and me speak for this company. I don't disagree with that at all. Let's let's get to know some people at Postlight, so okay. you know who you're going to be working with when you hire us. Let's, I think this is a great idea. Let's call it. It's time for. You ready. It's time mm-hmm.
0: for go. Hello, Postlight. Oh. Hello, Postlight. This is going to be fun. You know, we say hello, you know, contact us, you got questions, you got thoughts, send us an email at hello at postlight.com and there's no faces to that. Like, it's just not, it's not a real thing, but there are people behind that hello, right? Let's talk to... Let's talk to some of those people.
2: Let's talk to someone from our product management team. Can you please state your name for the record? My name is Peter Croce and I'm a senior product manager here at Postlight.
1: Welcome. Welcome, Peter. Peter, where are you from?
2: I'm from Deland, Florida. Oh, my goodness. What happens down there? Gosh, a lot, of, a lot of sitting in the backwoods drinking beers. Okay,
0: okay. That sounds like a ripe environment <laughs> for the production of product managers. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to University
2: of Florida. And what did you study? Psychology and criminology. Perfect setup for product <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's a product manager do at Postlight?
2: Gosh, a product manager sits between business stakeholders and the team, and figures out what are the things that we need to make that is going to make this product a success. And then the product manager works with that team to get those things over the finish line and uh, make sure that the product ships and that it's the right thing.
1: It's pretty abstract. What are some of the things that you do?
2: I work with designers to talk through designs, to help present designs. I work with engineers to write descriptions of what they should make in a program called JIRA. Boy, do we know JIRA.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, how do you become a product manager? It's
2: an abstract job. It is. It's really funny. I think when you ask people that question, they have a wide variety of answers. And I kind of fell backwards into it. I was working somewhere as a software engineer, and they really needed someone to really be a product manager, but they didn't know what that was at the time. And the owner was kind of doing everything. It was a similar kind of agency environment. And so I started picking up some of the slack of really deciding what are the things that we need to do and making sure that those things get over the finish line. Eventually realized, I think I'm doing product management. I think we've had 60 to 70
0: podcasts on product management because it's just so vague and mm-hmm. ambiguous and weird. And, but it's moving shit along. A good product manager moves the thing along. There's forward momentum, The effort moves along without people feeling like they're getting pulled. That makes a great product manager. Unlike my style, which is, let me get this big (laughs) clump of hair on the top of your head. Your style is
1: definitely (laughs) rearward momentum.
0: Oh, what's behind Uh, me? I can't stop moving. And I'm going to endorse Peter here for a second. Peter has that quality. He doesn't, I've never heard him really feel like he's going to bring stress and anxiety to move the thing along. He knows when things aren't looking great. But mindset, attitude, I think is a big part of, re- I mean, good product managers who do that without raising the temperature, I really respect. And I think Peter has that quality. I mean, you could feel the calming effect of just talking to him right now. <laughs> you know, when, there's
1: a, when things are going well, work <laughs> happens almost as a side effect.
0: You're just like, oh, you're having coffee and you're talking and
1: somebody's yeah. like, oh, yeah. let me get yeah. that done. And then suddenly it's all just happening. And that's, yeah. yeah, everybody wants to keep everybody else happy. Stuff
0: does get blocked, though. I yeah, mean, Peter, yeah. let me ask you that question. Like, yeah. When stuff does get blocked, what's the first thing that comes to your mind in terms of how do you move it along? Because obviously there's, you know, a pound the table, but that's not your style.
2: Yeah, I think it all depends on what the blocker is. Oftentimes with product management, you're figuring out confusion, where's their ambiguity? And oftentimes things are blocked because people don't know how to move forward. So, Right. Really it's not bringing-
0: resistance. It's just uncertainty. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. We often don't work with people who are going to dig in their heels and say, no, it's yeah. a great idea, but I'm just not going to make it. We work with a lot of great people who are excited about making great things, but there's so many possibilities in product and in technology. Sure. It could be anything.
1: What do you wish our clients knew?
2: Like when you walk into that meeting and you're like, oh God, if only, is
1: there anything? I think Peter just takes it as it comes.
0: I think Peter's like, you yeah. know what? You're a putz, but you know what? You've got a nice attitude, so we're going to figure this out. Could I answer Peter a- is, I mean, it, yeah, God bless. I mean, he's able to do that. I think the ambiguity bit is real. I don't view it as ambiguity. I view it as, I don't want to say it. Well, here's what I, here's <laughs> what I see, right? I get People- frustrated more easily. I think you can get, product managers don't get to do the thing. Like The person that fails on it is the one that's like, get out of the way. Give me the keyboard. I'll do it, right? Product managers don't get to do that. Yeah. They don't, they're not allowed. They're watching everyone else move it along and you're hoping it all just kind of moves along in this orchestrated way. I mean, that's why product management can be very frustrating. Like, yeah. you I know? would say
2: along those lines, there's two things that have helped me a lot. I took an improv class, actually. That was extremely helpful because one of the biggest things in improv is listening. Yeah. So it's not just slapstick. It's not just saying something out. But it's listening to what's going on in the scene and responding with something that's appropriate and
1: usually it's funny. But Have other people in the company taken improv
2: classes? <laughs> yeah, maybe we I should, think should. so, actually. Should we sponsor yeah, this I as professional? Like should we do uh, like an improv <laughs> evening at Postlight? <laughs> professional should. development. Should. All right, so take
1: an improv class to become
2: a product manager. Yeah, along with the improv. If there's other things people are thinking about to get into it. One other thing sounds, sounds out there is actually meditation is actually trying to sit and think and watch your thoughts really that's all it is is just sitting and watching your thoughts because i think a lot of times in product management the initial reaction might be to react your initial thought might be i want to react here but if you pause and you think about it there's probably a solution that's going to be a win-win for everyone that you're not thinking about straight away Ooh, yeah
1: that's not that one for you
2: i do 10 minutes every morning mm-hmm. that's pretty good is that yeah. it for the whole day yeah, that's often it. If I can get more, I'll do it. But ten minutes yeah. once You're, a day. you're a pretty centered. Since dude, I right? had my ten kids, minutes.
1: my my mantra
2: is get your socks
1: on. That's I say that for ten minutes <laughs> yeah. a day, which yeah. I you know used to be right. like um, but no, no, no. Yeah. Get your socks on. Get your socks on. And then if I don't find peace through that, I'm coming to work and working with you. <laughs> this is very sensible, right? Like yeah. like organize your thoughts. What do you? Uh, is the closer, to- Paul? Is my closer. All right. In order to do your job, what are some of the things that you like to read,
2: look at, think about? Like, what are what are some resources that you go back to? So, Wait But Why is definitely something that I read a lot. What is that? Wait But Why is a website, waitbutwhy.com and it's a blog where Tim Urban writes long form posts about topics that are require a lot of attention to really understand fully and deeply. So, for instance, he's talked about energy as a large topic. Let's write 40,000 words on energy. How does that all fit together in the world? And how this ties back to product management, I think, is really understanding things in depth and being able to articulate them in a way that's concise and understandable. So the whole system, you're interested Mm -hmm. in the whole system. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to put it,
1: the whole system. If you want to have a little product management thinking in your life, Wait But
2: Why, like the singularity, like all these sort of big, heady <laughs> topics. He likes to go in deep. Yeah, just plug your brain right in and it'll all be easier. All right, great. Peter, thank you for coming on Thanks, Track Peter. Changes. Peter,
0: for our very first Track Changes Postlight guest. That's right. Hello, yes. Postlight. That brings to a conclusion our very first Hello, Postlight segment. And goodbye, segment. Peter. <laughs> and if you'd like to talk to Peter or anyone else at Postlight, email us at... Hello at com. There you go. I opened my email from a month ago, and I was in the middle of whatever was passing under my shitty nose mm-hmm. a month ago, mm-hmm. and it was weird. It was weird because it was about five different things that I had decided in my my crappy little brain were the most important things to deal with. Mm-hmm. And if you had told me, Rich, what were the five most important things you think you should deal Wouldn't with? Wouldn't even be on thing? the list. Wouldn't it be on the list. Yeah, it was just whatever was in front of me i, I and i and you know it makes you think that all you're really trying to do is just move the five different colored marbles down an inch a day that's, that's it. all you're trying to do right yeah. email has lost its its luster because of other tools that are out there and other ways of uh, gaining access well, to people. let's be
1: real though that's great that's a wonderful point but email is
0: still the way that every stupid thing moves along Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. But the idea of composing an email. Oh, and like getting, hey guys, here's 12 things that we need to do in order to achieve this success. It's impossible. Vision update or it's it's not, you're done. First off, people are like, why is that longer than a tweet? So there's problem one. The brain has been conditioned to not deal with that.
1: Also, you're really supposed to use project management software now. You're not supposed, every now and then, if I'm working with an external party or there's something that's really specific to a group of people i will write and i'll be like john bold will take this on tuesday jane will take and i don't like I'll, like I'll, i will assign things via yeah. email yeah but it's not the way you do it anymore you create tasks that are then yeah. distributed to them via yeah. Basecamp or another pro- or asana I mean, it could run down the list. There's a lot of these nowadays. It's right? all this locket. And There's, somehow, I don't think it creates more accountability, but it definitely looks like data.
0: Well, it looks like you inventoried
1: mm-hmm. what you need. I yeah, got a right? plan now. Yeah,
0: I got a plan now. Right, exactly. Now, my, your hopes and dreams are you don't have to do that. We make this distinction around what we call coin-operated people and people who are just sort of self-propelled. And you don't need to give them the 12, 12 check boxes, and then you check on how many got checked off. They just sort of come out of them. Some <laughs> people bust their asses, and I've seen people mature from a coin-operated mindset, which is like, "Give me the twelve things, I'm going to do those twelve really Let's well." Be clear. For you,
1: everyone starts their career coin-operated.
0: Everyone, you, of course, you, you go in, you're, you're satisfying like, somebody above yeah, you. Right? I need, I
1: need you to tell me what to do so that we, I can do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sit down. I'm going to tell you these seven things. Ready? Do yep. go do them. Come back and tell me how it's going. And if you get blocked, come let me know. Mm-hmm. Then there are the others. Well, I like, need
1: to tell them what blocked is. I
0: mean, I really like people need to learn. Yeah eventually, not everyone, by by the way, you could have a perfectly coin operated, I'm I'm implying is a negative thing. Like really good coin operated people are incredibly important. The most glorified of coin operated roles is what I call the chief of staff. Mm -hmm. Now the chief of staff is apparently in the corporate world. Did you know this? Yeah, this is a new thing. Everybody's got chief of staff now. Everybody's got chief of staff now, but it's actually not coin operated anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like Tell me what we think we should do about marketing. And that chief of staff is like dealing with all, blocking all the politics. The idea is that, like, the,
1: come... the CEO will set a strategy for the president. Yeah. And the chief of staff will execute the strategy, like, on the ground. Correct. Let me get these people together. And so instead of you having to meet with your VPs and listening to their little VP problems, You're, he's a proxy. Chief of staff will do it. And they're little, like, I want to have a promotion to C level. Not Correct. your problem anymore. That's the chief of staff's problem. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Corporate world is ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, why not just eat? Yeah. Anyway, but uh, chief of staff does allow you to avoid yet more human relationships. You can focus on golf, swimming.
0: It's great. Remodeling the kitchen. Mm -hmm. All the priorities (laughs) of the CEO.
1: Yeah. I'm doing this job incorrectly, apparently. Yeah. I have a, a sort of ancillary point here too, right? Which is that you used to be able to say, let's do a thing. And you used to want to deliver clarity. What I notice with email now and with most of my corporate communication is you just don't want to say anything. I, I, recently, I needed to introduce somebody. Somebody was like, hey, can you help me find um, a leader? And I was like, yeah, I know just the person. And the key thing is not to say, I, I hit the person on DM and I was just like, should I tell them what it is? And I was like, nah, you just want to throw a little bait into the water. You're like, hey, I got a really interesting role for you. I don't know if you're looking, but I think it'd be something you'd love. Interesting. So you didn't share the details. <laughs> no details, because then they make a decision. You just gotta get them into the light, and
0: then um, like get them. Just see if they're see if they'll nibble at all. Okay, and if the and, it, and, and if they nibble, wait,
1: wait, wait. then I then you open. Yeah, up sure. I'm more.
0: curious what's going on, and then when where do you go?
1: Well, you're kind of setting it up for the other person to tell the story. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I don't want to. There's two things going on. One is I want to just like. See if I can catch them and bring them in and make this introduction. The other is I don't want to be in the position of selling a role or, making, or or pushing someone in a direction whether it's right for them or not. I want them to meet the other party and have a conversation. But I'm noting more and more. It, also, you and I talk about a lot when people write in with sales questions. We don't say too much in reply.
0: No. We're just,
1: no. we, we move towards that phone call. We want the, Always. Ch- we want the chance if, to tell a story and create a human sort
0: of warm interaction so they know who they'll be dealing I, I with. Sales 101, if they're in town, mm-hmm. if they're not far, you, you see them in person. I mean, in person, I, I, I stand behind this. You're doubling your likelihood of landing a deal if you can meet the people in person. No. Are you going to fly across the country or not? Yeah. And, and sometimes, look, you're, you're not some Joe Schmo, and it's not your primary job. You have other responsibilities at Postlight, and you couldn't do it. That was you a did tough it, one. You that did was a video like, call, which is sort of an in-between call, but it's kind of shitty.
1: I will say I didn't have – if I had had a strong urge – or not a strong urge, but a strong indication that we could get close, but I really had a sense that there was already a favorite.
0: No need to explain the reasoning behind it, but there's no doubt you're in a better place if you can. Look, there are salespeople. Oh, it's good to be in the room. I tortured myself. They fly out to loiter outside.
1: You've done it. I've I've done done it.
0: it. I'm like, I'm going to be in San Francisco.
1: You're not going to be in San Francisco. I'm
0: not going to be anywhere. I'm going to Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. I'm going home. But if they're like, I'd love to see you. Come by for coffee. You just fly out. Get on the plane. You sit there in a hotel like a lonely human being. That's true enterprise sales. We don't do much of that.
0: We We've done, do done that once or that. twice. We don't do much of that. You don't, honestly. It, I guess what we're getting at is, is, is email's not about engagement anymore. It's not about engagement and building. It is
1: maybe anymore. with old friends and you throw a picture of the kids in, but yeah. no, not even if they're
0: like work friends, but. Do you know what gets me excited when I'm talking to a prospect? <laughs> yes.
1: When I'm yes. talking to a prospect. Yes, I
0: do, but go ahead. And just... they say, I have an idea. Do you have a minute for a quick call? Yeah. When they say that, that means I've connected with them in a in a meaningful way beyond just are you interested in our services? I love when that the, person is calling me because they want to talk to me and get my thoughts and like right away. They want immediacy. They don't want to wait for email responses. Well this
1: is this is a tricky thing you and I have as leadership of a company, right? Which is that we don't really have jobs. There's no no one ever says good job. I've said that to you a couple of times, Paul. It's not not really. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I flatter you because otherwise you just like I gotta just keep you calm down. But the the reality is like no 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 we don't really I never I, I there's no such thing as good job no and you know sometimes you'd like a little good job but what what you get is I am under a position of stress and I need your advice yes. That is
0: the equivalent of good job for a leader. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Because in our business, Mm -hmm. where we're effectively uh, making available our resources on an ad hoc basis. That's right. And you don't have any contract or anything yet going with the person. Like, can I bounce something off you? Mm -hmm. Do you have a minute? And it's a good thing. That's a very good thing because that means the trust level has gotten to a certain place. Good
1: job is that. It's, I'd like you to, there's somebody I know who could really use some advice yep uh that is maybe another possible lead. like them passing business along anything like that Bad job is we need to talk
0: <laughs> bad job, yeah bad job increasingly. Yeah. I'll tell you what on the other side of a our engagement yeah
1: phone calls are usually pretty good, text messages are usually pretty bad. <laughs> It's just reality. Not I get, always. Not no, no. Always. I get a lot of the texts. You,
0: you, you texts. find yourself in places. I don't get the texts
1: now. You're in a You're not as on the ground with a, with the ones that I'm. Like I'm in you some, have some ones, relationships. I have ones that are very relationship driven yeah. that are a little more granular. You're a little. You're on some of the bigger engagements. When they're granular and things are going wrong, add his text message. When things are going right and there's an introduction, it's like let's do a call. Love to get a drink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel it. I but feel so,
0: it. so worth noting. I mean, email is fading away.
1: I don't think it's fading away. What the hell is I, it? It's for marketing now. Do fifteen
0: no. year olds have emails?
1: Yeah, they do, but they use them for like getting newsletters. Interesting. Yeah, I mean that, that's what we know, right? We know that from uh, it, it. Just that's how. Marketing is still done through email. Logins are still done through email. Like there's, there, you know, password recovery. Like, Yeah. It's a Conversations very, are not. I don't think that's totally true. I think that it is the conversational medium of record that's totally distributed and open. I'll give you an example, like family plus. Like I don't try to get, a lot of people have their family on the group chat, but like if you're planning a barbecue, you could be doing it on Facebook. You very well might also be doing it on email. mm. Because not everybody's like in the same group, reunion enough. and shit, mm-hmm. or just like we're all going to get together in the park like on twenty Saturday. Of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what happened? Right. It falls to the the group chats, like as like different clusters of people are yeah. are saying, "Hey, I'm going to go over there to the barbecue." Yeah. yeah. But the actual coordination takes place via email. So there's like this function and the introductory email. Yeah. I get a lot of people come in through DM and are like, hey, I'd like to talk to PostLight, but for the most part it comes in as email. There's like a function to it,
0: right? So Paul, I, I wanna I wanna take this towards some, some guidance we can share um and some advice we I think we can share around. Well first meta have an email strategy. Don't try to have
1: conversations too much. In email. Yeah, don't put forth agendas.
0: Don't like I agree with don't this. try to resolve don't try to resolve this gives me hope email. dude I mean essentially what you're saying is good management, good interaction, good communication happens in person, which nobody talks to anybody anymore so now we're we're we are a small company let's not even say in person face to face could be over video that's true yep um, it's just better it's better because you want to interact and you want to have those I mean when it comes to sales it's the only way you can build trust. And to get people to say, hmm, I think I could really – I really want these guys with me. It's
1: real. I th- have we closed one piece of business without meeting the person? Mm, yes. Yeah, but even so, we did video chat with a large
0: Are group. you talking about nothing, nothing, nothing?
1: I'm just thinking like we have never closed business without an enormous amount of interaction. I think we did it once with video yes. chat after a lot of phone calls. And that was a, a relatively small project with a personal introduction. Every other piece of business has involved one or more meetings. Yes. That's right.
0: that's four years in the future. We live in the future where everybody
1: can video chat, et cetera, et
0: cetera. I want to end this with a warning. I have this terrible, I've stopped doing it, just to be clear. I will message random people and say, do you have a sec? Yeah, you can't do that. I've learned you can't do that. I've had people route around to hr and say do you know what he wants to talk about oh yeah it's not good it's never lands positively uh as a a request you have to include the context of what you want to talk to someone about i don't love uh, my very presence
1: giving people the willies you're a little more used to it than i am it's still hard for me
0: it's not good it's not good and it doesn't feel good to know that that's the dynamic because
1: the person on the other side is working out a strategy to minimize their risk with their interaction with you and sometimes you just want... Sometimes you <laughs> That's just, a jab. No, I mean... I just got a jab. No, yeah, sometimes... No, no, you and
0: me. I'm t- not... And literally, like, they're well, sitting there going, like... To be clear, well, I don't He think, likes baseball, you know? I don't think people are saying, oh, my God, I'm getting fired. I think people are saying, I want to be ready. I don't know what's coming at There's me. There's that. And I, I want to be ready. I think they're also... Look,
1: every boss in the world has a terrible tendency to ask for what's on their mind that they see as urgent and blow up your whole weekend or life. <laughs> And we we are very mindful of it. We have a, I'm
0: I'm I've not blown up many weekends. No, I'm I'm gonna
1: no, but flaunt
0: r- that fact.
1: The risk is always greater than zero. That, yes. That if you yes. talk to someone, you're gonna blow up their weekend. Yes. their World. Yes. some You're Absolutely gonna ask true. them to go somewhere they don't want to go. About. Well, this is the reality we're all in. Is that email is no longer a decision making medium. It's not. It's,
0: it's a, a it's a nudge. It's a push it along
1: medium. Yeah, that's right.
0: Can we get a room about this? push it along is a pita. move it along it's a pita it's a meter or a meet-a. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i i think that's what it is our uh where's the thing hey can you just get this mm. sign real quick for me or, i gotta get this over or let's
1: get everybody to the barbecue
0: or let's go it's just a gather so it's if, just a move it along
1: if you are unless and you know and every now and then like i literally made you know a move to do something kind of symbolic mm-hmm. with email with that one potential client where i was just like we 're not the right people for this. you should do this instead, yeah, to give yeah. them some evidence, and they actually appreciate that often. they can use it or not,
0: Yes, I want to end this, Paul, with five subject lines to never use mm. just checking in don 't use just checking in right. oh one sentence reason why not to use it Oh just terror okay
1: just it 's never good it's ne- it's always like you 're extremely late on this, and i 'm unbelievably anxious. <laughs>
0: It, it does have anxiety on the other side. Yeah. It, right? And no one is just checking in because yeah. they
1: think you're doing well and getting it done.
0: Yes. Yeah. True. Another. I'll take this one. Mm. Uh, thoughts. Thoughts is bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thoughts is grisly. It's just not fair. It's not helpful. Thoughts. You got one? Need to pick your brain. That's flattering.
1: Kind of. <laughs> Kind of oh, man. need to pick your brain is I need you to work for free for me for up to 600 hours. <laughs> oh, goodness. pick your brain is always high. Pick yeah. your brain is always coming from above yeah. to below. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: anyone that is just sort of a one word description of someone's emotional state, like frustrated mm. <laughs> subject, frustrated, not good. Right.
1: Yeah. Or just like,
0: measurement difficulties you know, just <laughs> <laughs> analytic challenges challenges. Analy- challenges as a subject line is it's yeah no, it's
1: it's it's noun plus cha- analytics yeah. challenges yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah yeah
1: you know you see that and that comes in around 11 40 and you're like well yeah. i know what's happening now yeah there are certain ones that's one where i now understand how the rest of my day is going to go yeah there, were, there was some ambiguity here but it is. Analytics challenges yeah. is going to define the rest of my day.
0: Yeah. I'm going to end it with a, a but horrible the, but wait, one. Wait. And I want you to give me, I want you to think while I say this one. Okay. Of the best subject line you could ever put universally in an, in an email. Okay. But I want to end it with a bad one on my side. Ready? Timing question mark.
1: Yeah, that is a rough one. <laughs> notice that all these are like passive aggressive rip cords getting yeah, pulled. They're, they're, they're awful. Not, they're awful. The best email is ready to go. Not wonderful. Ready to go. We got there. We all the conversation's over. Let's stop emailing and go to work. It's literally the best email is the one that stops taking you over that hurdle,
0: stops the thread. It's a wonderful. We
1: signed the contract, we got the team, we're ready to go.
0: Yep. Uh, I love sending
1: that one. Yeah.
0: It's a great, it's a great, so it's, it's, it just has forward momentum. You know what
1: happens after you
0: send it? What? You set up the slack. Subject snags. <laughs> snags. No.
1: <laughs> no, you move immediately yeah, towards the conversation. You move convers- elsewhere. Yeah. You go, That's okay, right. we're done with the formal interaction yep. part of email. We're now out we live of the sermon. Together. Now it's a conversation. We
0: live together. Absolutely. But then Richard, what happens? Endless conversation. Endless conversation. Oh God! Uh, quick little pitch, Paul. This is related to what we've been talking about, well, not this, directly. This but it's is a real, really right? Cool like, tool.
1: email is that sort of like we're gonna. I'm gonna send you the contract. Then the the modern consensus is you move to conversation, but then that doesn't solve it exactly either because now there's no way to get anything done. It's just everybody saying, "I guess I'll it's do chatter." It. It's chatter, right? And then a new system comes in, like JIRA or whatever. To so organize. And yeah, you know. or Trello. We're like, we're going to move the cards along. Yeah. Um, which actually was giving us a huge amount of anxiety because we couldn't get conversations going across the organization around getting stuff done. Yes,
0: accountability. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're going to start a conversation, and when it ends, it means we solve the thing. Right, so
1: that's why we built Dash, which, I mean, we've talked about on in, on the show before. Yes, yes. But that, it's coming out of that email context, I think it's worth noting. Like we built a tool for Slack called Dash that literally you just go slash, dash, um, then the the handles of people – and then the name of the dash, which is like plan barbecue.
0: Yeah. And Decide then, on marketing agency. That's right. Perfect example.
1: Doesn't doesn't fit into Trello. Doesn't well, fit into – You're
0: trying to force people down a funnel, right? Oh, like a towards of, a goal line, right?
1: Man, and then you got to get in base camp. And it's just like it, –
0: those systems get a little exhausting when there's a million of them going at once. Yeah, but what's the end? Setting up a dash, what's that last piece of it? You have to pick a... Deadline. That's the whole point. So of it. Everybody,
1: three or four people are in that, in that sort of virtual room, and then they have to
0: do something. In five days, we're going to pick that damn marketing agency, and then yep. we're done. So
1: it's that taking that responsibility. So it's interesting, right? Cause we all started in email email was, yeah. the, and then chat took over and seemed like, Oh, now we're all really together. Yeah. And then we've got all these other planning tools, but now there's like 50 of them for yeah. different projects. And it turns out what we really wanted was the, like somewhere between a meeting and a conversation. Yes. And that, so we built that
0: I'm proud of that. It's free. Uh, if you're using Slack, uh, just type Slack dash, um, or dash post light and you'll find it.
1: How native is this marketing right now? Like we, we just we just marketed yeah. right in the middle. Well, it's of
0: annoying because the- not, not everyone can install it. You have to go to your like Slack master or whatever <laughs> he's called. I don't, I don't uh, To do I don't. it, very. Slack master steward. Your Slack admin needs to green light this
1: tool. Slack master steward is here to <laughs> DJ your workday. anyway check out you know check Check out dash check
0: out all our lab stuff at postlight.com slash labs check us out check everything everything call us up browse the whole web today (laughs) (laughs) just hit reload a lot joking aside we love all the love we get for this podcast so give us five stars on itunes give us six if you can can hack in there yeah and um, and reach out and talk to us hello hello at postlight.com hello at postlight.com thank you
2: have a great week